All right. I know we just talked about this literally just seconds ago, but now hearing the capper, the intro, it sounds like we're headed into some crazy jungle. It sounds like, okay, here come the, here come the crazy uncles from the jungle. It, it kind of does, actually. That's funny. It's funny you say that. Yeah. It, is, it, it, it definitely has a... Uh, rainforest, yeah. like crazy yeah. rainforest, like we're headed back to hang out with the crazy Here we people. come, all the storms. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. With the, all, the, all the pygmies are going to attack us once we come out of the jungle. Yeah, that, and, and I had just gotten to the point where... Where you know I, I really didn't think about it much anymore, but I hosted around the ACL this week with uh, with Trey and with Anthony, and mm-hmm. so before before that show starts, they got this cool capper, right? I mean, with this oh, awesome yeah. music that really makes you want to like run through a wall. Agree. Somebody, that's what I said. Like it gets me fired up. Yeah. And then I play ours. I play our music, and I know we complain about it all the time, but seriously, it's like it's like, hey, all right, like we're going back to the jungle. Let's go hang out with the crazy, you know, the crazy people. Yeah. More cowbell. Which which is that little. <laughs> Yeah. Which is probably probably true, I guess. You're kind of yeah. going to the jungle with the crazy people. That's why it's called borderline. <laughs> this episode, speaking of crazy, this episode we're going to have fun with this episode. So happy holidays, everybody! It's yes. uh, episode 105 of Woo! Borderline and our final show of 2023. We'll have a show next week. Everyone's going to be traveling. Huge open coming up, obviously. Um, I'm 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 as excited for the open as I am for the high school and the college championships. The college championships are a blast. The high schoolers yeah. now are going to get some airtime on national TV. That's going to be fun. But um, so because of everything going on next week, this will be our last show of 2023. So we've got holiday stuff to talk about, Christmas stuff to talk about, uh, New Year's uh, theme. I got a little New Year's theme, so we got mm-hmm. a ton to mm-hmm. get to. Um, and and uh, speaking of the holidays. Man, I'm sorry, brother. It, it's just it, it, the holidays. Just is not. It's just not working for you. It's just not you know, you. I, I, it, it's it's just something about the holiday season, man. Yeah. It's just no. Uh, Julie's mother, I guess, stroke would be the best way to put it. She had a brain clot, and yeah. it's going to be fine. You know, having some right side issues, but went up there, drove to. Sh- you know, you know what? The holidays are great if you live in the same town as your relatives, right? Or 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 within an hour. Let's say the holidays are great. Everyone's there. You can, you know, it's it's simple. It's easy. But if you don't, it's a hassle. It is such a hassle for what? A couple of hours on Saturday morning where everyone feels excited and then back to the hassle again. Like I just, I, bah humbug, man. I, I'm just not the biggest fan of Christmas. I'm just not. I'm not. I can't, I'm I got not. I got that feeling when we were talking about about a month ago when we were talking about the decorations and we had already put up our Christmas tree and you're like, meh. So, <laughs> but, I mean, um, fun. Look, it's fun. Whatever. That that stuff's fun, I guess. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I've just never. It's a lot of pressure. The, the holiday. I mean, first things first, before we go any further, um, I, 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 I obviously hated um to see your text when you text me about julie's mom but i am glad that she's doing better and like you Mm -hmm. said you and i were talking earlier today uh sounds like she's in great shape uh she's a very active person so hopefully she'll be able to to recover quickly i mean if If anything it's a it's a it's a warning to all of us i mean she probably came out of that okay because she was in such great shape you know she was extraordinarily healthy really mobile you know very together for an 80 81 year old woman so kind of got through it okay. You know, I don't know if that's the case if she's, you know, extremely overweight or just, you know, whatever, you know, just not yeah. in great shape. She's in extraordinary shape. So I guess her body was able to kind of take it on. But yeah, yeah it's, I, you know, I, I feel bad for Julie because, you know, and that family's kind of encircled themselves now. 
you know, they're like kind of kind of circle the wagons, kind of keeping everything in tight. You know, Christmas is no longer going to be, you know, the exciting time where the whole family gets together and opens presents and does all that. But, you know, as long as he's okay, that's Christmas present enough for everybody. But it's, it's just, it just kind of adds to it. It's like, it's so funny considering how we talked about Christmas and how I can be about Christmas. And then this happens at Christmas time. It's just like, so, so I know. I like, like if this would have kinda... happened in, in July, it would have been fine, right? No big deal. Well, I mean, never good, but I mean, you know, whatever. You get through it. It's it's the holidays. It ruins everybody's travel plan. You know, it just changes everything. So it's just it's funny. It's and just I funny felt like you that. were just getting into the Christmas spirit too. Was, like man. in the last couple of shows, you I mean, yeah. you look like jolly old Saint Nick, and you yeah. had, a, had a, we had, had stuff behind us. Yeah, and beard. Yeah, and your backdrop was awesome with all the. Yeah. Now, on a on a positive note, speaking of of backdrops, on a positive note, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure your mom. You're you're at your mom's house. I can tell by the backdrop. So I'm sure yep, your yep, mom yep. is thrilled to have you home for the holidays. Oh sure, and it, you know it's going to be an extended stay now. I'm not sure. We're still trying to figure out exactly how it's all going to play out, but a little extended stay here in the Queen City, and before we head to Myrtle Beach. So that'll be that's good. It's, there's always a silver lining. And speaking of being at your mom's, uh, just a heads up, sometime in the next hour while we're recording the show, we do expect the uh, old school phone from 1973. You know, when you're in a house. The old rotary dial. It's going to ring at some yeah, point. We know it's going to yeah, ring. Yeah. When you're in a house with 80-year-olds, you know, upper 80-year-olds, yes. I mean, the, the phone's going to ring. And it's going to be, it. you know, and, and it's happening. It's 20 feet away from, not 20, 10 feet away from me, and I can't turn it off. So I know what's going to happen. So we've got now, let me we've got Let me ask you minutes. this. Now, let me ask you this. Is is your mom so old school that she still leases a rotary dial phone? No, or is she no. not? Is she, okay. No, no, no. We've, they're, they're cordless, but, but really giant numbers. But, <laughs> they're jitterbugs. Yeah, I laugh. <laughs> I, I laugh. I would actually probably need that now. Like I, yeah, I probably, I, and I probably would appreciate that. Uh, the reason I ask is because I, I worked at a hardware store um, in college. And I uh, loved it. It was a great job. Now, we're going back 20 years now, 15, 20 years. Um, but at this hardware store was also just a little just a little uh, niche area in the back, little kiosk area um, that was that was leased out by AT&T. And the reason why is because there are still there is still a generation, our mm-hmm. oldest generation who still has some of those old phones and they used, they used to lease their phones from the, from the telephone company. They wow. actually didn't buy their telephone. They leased it. And so as these people, um, unfortunately passed away, uh, the family would find out, wait a second, they're paying $4 a month for this old rotary phone and they yeah. need some place to return them. So there was a little kiosk to return it. So I was wondering if your mom still ha- was part of the generation. No, it, I, she's going to watch this. She's actually a loyal watcher of our show. She says, Merry Is Christmas, she- by the way. Yeah. So it's oh, she's funny. I hate that now because now, now yeah, yeah. She, she's why is Jeff accusing me of being so old? It's so funny that generation. Well, my mom specifically, she's got a PhD in math, mathematical education. Yeah. Can't use a smartphone. Can't do it. Just can't do it. And you know, I'm like, no, it's it's pretty much point and click. I mean, if I can use a smartphone, anyone can use a smartphone. She can't do it. It's just too complicated. Can't do it. And it's like, wow, it's literally the easiest thing in the world, and she can't do it. So. <sighs> Need, need to get her like if there was some way that you could get those old jitterbug phones and make it smart <laughs> that would be perfect <laughs> I'm, i gotta be honest with you and this is a conversation maybe for after the first of the year because this goes down a huge rabbit hole and we've talked about this in the past i i i feel like I, I, i'm kind of done with social media and i know i've said that before and then i and mm-hmm. then i continue to do it but i almost feel like 
Like, what's the use? You know, when you get into your 50s. And so I kind of get what your mom's saying. It's like, why? I, I, yeah, I've got everything I need. Why do I need to deal with that? And, I don't you know. know. I, I think she just thinks it's overly complicated. I, I think in her mind. I feel like social media is overly complicated. Because, but she doesn't get on social media. It's just the usage of the phone. I'm, I'm, I'm talking base usage of the phone. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they've made them so simple. And I think in her mind, she's thinking, wow, I mean, there's more computing power in this thing than what landed on the moon. This has to be complicated. Right. And so you kind of build it up. I'm that way. Somewhat like I build it up like, oh, using computers has to be hard. Well, it's all pretty much like point, click. It's all kind of A, B, C, D. You know, it's like yeah. one, one step follows the next. But she just can't. It's so funny. She just yeah, she's got a nice one. Just doesn't really know how to use it. Well, it's, tell it's your funny. mom. Tell your mom Happy New Year and Merry Christmas for me, and tell her thank you for yeah. being one of the faithful yeah. listeners from the, her one and Jade. The, yeah, um, yeah. That's mom that. and mom and her husband Mike. They are they are avid. They they watch. They watch every Thursday, eight o'clock. Yeah. So all right. So your mom, mm -hmm. Fred. Um, so your mom, Mike, Fred. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, we know we know Fred and Stephanie listen all the time, so that's four. Yep, yep, yep. So that's, that's four. That's and Jade, 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 so we know, Jade, yeah, we oh, know Eddie, we got Eddie, five. Eddie listens on the uh, okay, that's so we could probably go through ten to fifteen people that we know yeah. of that watch. So I actually, um, apparently, some of my friends in Charleston actually listen every now and then. Oh, and and, and uh, Mark, um, Mark Richards' uh, girlfriend, Shelby. <laughs> Shelby, hey. I, I'm not sure if Mark Aren't and Shelby watch, but but she, no, they're not married yet. I don't know. He's got to put a ring on it, right? So huh. so she, no. So, so Shelby's dad. Oh, by the way, sorry, I owe, I owe him a phone call. Um, he he mm -hmm. he is an avid and, and regular listener. Okay. And he said he's still waiting for his T-shirt. So yeah, yeah, we're up we're up into the teens if we start counting. Yeah. When are we making our borderline shirts? And how, we need to come up with a good design. I don't know. It's, something tells me that that's not going to get done unless unless we want to pay for it. <laughs> I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. We're going to have to do it. I, yeah. But if, if we're doing it, we need to make it. It'll be our design how we want to do it, right? That's what. Yeah, I Yeah, for sure. Well, I I love I love the logo that if you're watching this right now, mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. I know a lot okay. of you download and listen to the audio version. But for those of you who watch on YouTube um, or wherever on the on the ACL Digital Network, that mm -hmm. logo that that actually yeah. Davis Rosie's husband Davis Baker right. came up. I love that logo. I like it too, and yeah, we just put our faces cool. next to it. Yeah, like the animated characters, like like <laughs> yeah. what Fox does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, little little borderline uh, heart logo on the front, and then we're on the back. Like yes, that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Just our just our our crazy uncle in, in the jungle. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, simple, so simple, so done. Yeah. God, that that intro music's just terrible. It's never gonna. Now I don't. Now part of me doesn't want it to change now. Just kind of, oh. it's, it's just our show. By the way, R.I.P. Eric Montross wearing the Carolina shirt. Yes, yeah, one of the I great guys in the world. It really, yeah. I, I obviously, uh, you know, being from Kansas, uh, never, never really watched him uh, live. Obviously, knew who he was. Watched him on TV, and even better yet, uh, he he would never uh, remember me. But I I got a chance to meet him. I think I think at least at least two or three times. Uh, back when I was doing radio and when I was at the College of Charleston, we played North Carolina. And uh, mm -hmm. at that point, he was doing the radio. And yeah. so I got a chance to meet him and he'd always come up, pick up, pick my brain, you know, on on things that I had seen about the team and trends and super nice guy. And uh, I honestly didn't even know that he was diagnosed with cancer last March. So for me to see that headline that he passed away and so quickly, uh, man, that was tough. That was tough to 
he's he was a great guy. I met him a couple times. He's he's one of those people that was actually so nice it seemed fake. You know what I mean? But then I you hear you from mean. other people. But then you hear from other people. No, nah, that's just who he was. You truly know, that, like, yeah, truly that nice of a guy. Yeah. yeah. So that 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 was sad. Sad as a North. Hey, you don't remember watching him? Ninety three final no, four. I did. I did. We I, beat not Kansas, live. and not he was dunking on Kansas. A, I never. Yeah, I never got a chance to see him uh, <laughs> play play. Yeah, you know what? Actually, now that you mention it, I, you were in I school. Did. I might have seen him dunk on somebody playing Kansas. <laughs> I might have been in school were, then. Were, yeah, ninety three. Weren't you still yeah, in school? He and I were the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I might have I might have been at some of those games. I, I was thinking that I was I was thinking that I was older than him, but yeah, I, I I forgot he's he's about my age. Yeah. So, Sad. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. R.I.P. Big grits. Well, you got to say it because you're wearing your Carolina your Carolina. Blue well, blue. you know it's fine. I just drove in just so people. I literally just got out of the car, came downstairs, set up, got on. Literally, I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. Walked in, brought the luggage down, set it down, set up. We got on, so I didn't really have time to change. But you know what? That's something. the dedication that that we give to our. That's to what we do, listeners. That's every we do. week, except for next week. Every week, I'm telling week. you, next next week is going to be. Should do it live. Few, next week's going to be one of the few that we have uh, missed. I mean, really, it's, it's we've got our we, broadcast. We actually, we? we actually have more. We act, of of all the ACL podcasts um, out there. And really, I guess I, I guess from from the beginning, the OGs are just us and around right. the ACL. We actually have have the highest number of of actual episodes recorded, and and it's oh, actually yeah. one more. It's actually you know this is episode one hundred and five, but they they never count that first one in there with Stacy that we did. That was oh, that's right, pilot episode. So really, pilot. about one hundred and six. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So oh wow, speaking of what you got, there? my mom. Oh yeah, I couldn't Speaking see it. Family like... and Christmas, of course she calls, right? Right when we come on there. Look, my brother. <laughs> my brother always calls me as I'm starting a basketball broadcast. So, Isn't that funny? How that always yeah. works. Soon, like yeah, you can you can bet on one phone call. Don't have to do what you do, but when I've been streaming or we go like I'm emceeing, I can guarantee you I will get a phone call from somebody. Yeah. Like, always it, during during the broadcast. Yeah. Always. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The phone always rings. So. Um, and unlike your mom, my mom does not watch the podcast, so she's just gonna have to call back later. I'll call her back. All right, we're ready to get to our holiday, our special holiday and New Year's special of, of yeah. Borderline. Let's go, Christmas time. All right, so, all right, so, so a couple of ideas that we had here that we're gonna do that we thought would be kind of fun. Um, and, and we did something similar on around the ACL, so ugh, I didn't realize they were doing it, but but I still want to do it because. Um, I can, I can revisit mine and, and, and everyone's going to want to hear yours, but we did kind of a moments of 2023 around the mm -hmm. ACL. So for borderline, we thought we would do, and this is really what I kind of wanted to do was do a 12 days of Christmas with borderline. So instead of 12 days, it's 12 days of 2023, 12 moments of 2023. So, uh, it might be a stupid idea, but whatever our, yeah, our top like 12 it. between you and me. So we'll have six. So we'll start mm -hmm. at 12 and go down to one. Uh, we'll have our top 12 moments of 2023 so uh it, for anyone who watched around the acl mine are going to be similar but you and i might have some that are the same so I've, I've got some other ones there were just so many right i mean 2023 uh was such a great year so let, let's start i'll let you start let's go number 12 on our 12 days of 2023 here on borderline what was what was one of your top 12 moments one of my top 12 actually was seeing jake i've, I've got a couple from from uh, corpus christi was seeing jake gore make the broadcast and the semifinals. 
All right, I gotta scratch that one off already. <laughs> right off, right off the top. That, that was, uh, yeah, that was awesome. I, I just, I, I think he's a kid that we're gonna see more of, hopefully, on the broadcast. And it's funny because he was so calm. I mean, he, he's, you know, he's, he's growing up. He's not as loud and as boisterous as he used to be, but he's still got so much personality. And yeah. so to see him, but like, I, I just, I, I think that's a harbinger of things to come, especially if nothing else for him of that age bracket of the 13, 14, 15 year olds. I, something tells me we're going to start seeing a lot of kids that age make broadcasts. So that, yeah, was, that was my, that, that was my holy hot take on around the ACL. I, I just, I just feel like this is going to be the year where one of those kids jumps up, whether it's one of our high school champions, um, you know, just one of those kids, whether it's a Ryan Trader, whether it's a, a a Jack, you know, or Jake, yeah, you know, one of those guys stepping up and maybe getting that big win in one of our pro series nationally. It's a it's a, it's a definite possibility. By the way, it's coming. I think one of the things we're going to see. Sorry, I'm going to go right back to uh, Myrtle Beach. I think we're going to start to see how close now the college kids and the high school kids have gotten. Yeah. When we first started doing college, there was a pretty big gap. I mean, granted, we've had some guys and some girls make that adjustment and become pros, but not at mm -hmm. the elite level. I think we're getting closer and closer where some of those folks are getting really close to the elite, elite level. And it's yeah. not such a drop off watching them play as it is watching the pros play. Yeah, I I, I, I know you would get buy in on that from Anthony and Trey. Um, matter of fact, they flat out said they thought the high school talent was even better than the college. Yeah, and high probably. school talent is like the high school talent is like right there. Some of the some of the top players are right there. Yeah, yeah. as far as uh, it's crazy with, with some of the pros. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll cross that one out because I I definitely <laughs> had that one. So well, you know, let's let's go all the way back with mine, uh, number eleven. Um, I I and I mentioned this on around the ACL. Didn't have a whole lot of time to expound upon it, but you know, one of the things I love about our sport is just the unpredictability of it. Like right now, there is a player out there that we're not talking about. Right, we talk about the same players sure. all the time. A new name will come up. We're talking about Jeremiah Ellis a lot right now, but there is going mm -hmm. to be a name once the pro series and once the TV stuff starts. There's going to be a name that's going to pop up that we weren't talking about last year. It was Justin Burton Jr., and that was one of my favorite moments. Yeah, the people in Texas knew about him. That you know, and he's a great player. We weren't talking about him on, and I mean now on a national scale, we mm -hmm. were talking about him. And all of a sudden, in Corpus Christi. He comes out and sweeps both, right? Singles and doubles. And um, I, I just thought that was just a great moment because here we talked about all these names uh, and Justin Burton Jr. kind of stole the show. So I thought that was actually a really cool, fun, unpredictable moment of, of last season. No, that was awesome. You, you ready for my next one? I, I, yeah. I bet you have all six of mine, by the way. I, I'm, 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 I'm going to see. I'm going to see if this one's on. So my next one, which will be what, number 10? Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl or in Phoenix last year, the event that we had in Phoenix for the Super Bowl weekend. It was our first. It, it was the end of the open. It was the first shootout, if you will. Yes. And then we had uh, our, our first. Uh, God, my brain's not. Bowl. Thank you. Super Bowl event. And, you're talking and, we about had, and then we, you know, inside that ball. Well, it was a, it was a garage turned ballroom yeah. with all the stars that were there. And it was a big to do. That was uh, that kind of put us on a different schedule. When you saw the people walking around in that room, kind of paying attention to cornhole, it felt like we had graduated up a level. And so that was a that was a huge moment for me. 
Yeah. All right. So I'll cross that one out. I, I, I kind of, I, but, but I mean, mine's a little bit different, but, but the same from, from the same event. So, so I'm going to, okay. I'm not going to, well, I mean, but, 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 but for Justin event. Turner, Justin, for yes. Justin Turner to win, I mean, here's the guy, here's a guy who is playing cornhole on national TV, playing our sport that we all love. He's yeah. loving it just as much as the rest of us. And here's a dude who won a world series play yeah. for the Dodgers. You know, and yeah. now and now he's a starting outfielder for the Boston Red Sox. I mean, to have somebody of that level to play an event like that—that that was, yeah. I'm. I'm totally By the way, how cool was that guy? I talked to that guy for thirty minutes, literally. You did. 30 yeah, minutes. you guys. Yeah, you guys really yeah. hit it off. What a good dude, man! I had a good time talking to that guy. Just a down to you know, another sports nerd like us, right? But just a a great, great guy. I'd love yeah. talking to that guy. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little jealous of your time with him. <laughs> all right, so moving on. Um, all right, let me pick out another one here. Uh, I don't think you're going to have this one. And again, I mentioned this one on around the ACL, so I won't spend a whole lot of time on it. Tony Smith winning the MVP. Um, I, I just thought I thought it was such a cool moment, not necessarily for what he had done on the floor, but for that actual actual moment itself. When his name was announced, I mean, he just edged out Mark, right? I mean, literally just edged him out, really almost in a tiebreaker, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, th to see the emotion on Tony's face when he won that award, it meant something to him. It was real. I mean, he really kind of was caught up in the moment. And I love that because it really kind of validates, um, you know, all the hard work and, and the emotion and, the and um, you know, the hours spent behind the scenes that these kids put into it to become pros. You know, and, and so to be uh, to win that award, I thought, you know, the fact that it meant so much to him, I thought was a really cool moment. Mine that's, is that's actually mine. kind of like that, but it's it's not. I have one of my six that's like it's it's the it's not Tony specifically, and so we can make it the next. It was how close that race was, and how I think it speaks volumes about the graduation of the sport that you have an MVP. I, I feel like the previous two three years. MVP was kind of already there. You, you knew who it was, yeah. right? You, you had certain people that just kind of stood out, little little head and shoulders above everyone else. That was, if you'd have picked Mark Richards, could you have been wrong? Right? No. I mean, like, I, I don't think so. And so, like, I, no. to no, me, he wouldn't, have been. he wouldn't have been wrong. To, to me, having an MVP race that was so close, I, I think was important for the sport. And that's what I also had it on my list, not Tony or Mark specifically, but just the fact that the MVP race was so close. I think meant a lot to the sport. All right, so we'll give you that one, kind of. I mean, I, right. it's so that's that's it's, eight. It's so not the same. Yeah. So now we got we got seven left. Um, we really, are we that far? Wow. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm trying to pick one that, that maybe you wouldn't have, but I don't know if I. You know, I'm assuming you're going to have this one, but I want to get to it before before we. Well, no, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll save this one. You know oh, what I'll wow. do. No, there we go. Because I, I didn't get a chance to mention this one around the ACL. So I'll, I'll do this with number seven. Um, having our 100th episode of Borderline. Uh, of, of all the... of all the, that. Okay, good. Of all the, <laughs> you know, the, the cornhole talk that we do during the Nationals and during the, the shootouts, that, that's all fun. Obviously, everyone knows I love doing the broadcast. But I have enjoyed doing the podcast with you so much. Yep. Uh, I, I enjoy talking to you every week. Um, I enjoy our friendship, obviously, and to have the 100th episode, that's, 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 you know, that's something, you know, to be able to stick with yeah. it and have 100 episodes with somebody on a podcast of anything. Um, you know, it takes, it, it's, it's a lot of work behind the scenes that people don't see a lot of dedication and, and camaraderie. You obviously have to have some yeah. chemistry and it's all organic. And so I love doing that. So the 100th episode of borderline, uh, one of my, one of my top moments, I loved, I love that we, that that's awesome, that. man. That, that's awesome. Cause we could have, I mean, look, it was. 
not that it was hard at the beginning, but when we were doing so many interviews, I mean, we talked about it ad nauseum. It's tough with the interviews because, you know, not everyone's, you know, you ask a question, they're not necessarily going to give you an extended answer. They might give you one word or one sentence. <laughs> well, that, that's tough, right? I mean, like, like, how do you, like, you then, you then have to, you know, it, it was very hard when we were doing the show that way. And I wasn't sure if it was going to work that way, to be honest. I was like, man, we're going to run out of people. We're going to, you know what I mean? We're going to run it. Yeah. I, I felt like, it, I felt like there was yeah. a cap to that. And I was like, yep. man, I don't know if this is going to last this way, but we were able to pivot. I think we did a really good job. So that's a, that's a good one. I like that. I'm with you. I, I really, as much as I enjoyed the interviews and we still will do some interviews yeah. from time to time coming up next year. Um, it was impossible to sustain, especially considering the fact that there are now not only one, not two, not three, but how many? I mean, 10. I mean, maybe not 10, maybe six or eight, though, other podcasts that a lot of people listen to. And it's the same thing. And these players are on them. They say the same thing. And it, that's that's not an indictment on the players. No, if you do, if, if I was on six different podcasts, I'm going to say the same thing as well. So, yeah, we just want to do something different. And the fact that we could pivot and do this show and come up with some topics and and uh, hopefully entertain people a little bit. Um, a little bit. It's been great. But again, to have 100 episodes, that was... Uh, that's awesome. That's a good one. Yeah, it's an accomplishment. All right, you're up. All right. This one, it was almost the same, but my I really enjoyed going live at Shamar Moore's house. Yeah, that was, I got that one down. Cross that one out. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you'd have that. You're, you're that was... You're that making was, me really reach here. I know. I, I, that, that, sorry about that. That, that. But that one was so fun. Right, that was fun. I wish we could have let people know ahead of time that Shamara was going to be on, just to just to steal his audience a little bit. Because you know those ladies would have stuck around for us. <laughs> right, yeah. To right? see us jump in the pool and eat barbecue. It, it, well, I, no, I mean just the, the show. <laughs> they would have been like avid no, listeners know. and watchers. They'd have been like, oh, yeah. I mean, these guys are almost as good looking. Yeah, right. yeah, almost, almost, <laughs> so close, right, right there. Not quite, but yeah, we're that right yeah. there, right, right there. there. <laughs> no, that was that was that was awesome. I love that one too. So that's that's number six, being at Shamar's. And and again, like like we were talking about with with Justin Turner. I mean, to have a guy like Shamar Moore, um, and all those guys, you know, David and Odie and all them, you know, to to have them love this sport and to take it so seriously and appreciate the players and the work the players put in, it's really cool. I mean, it, it is it is neat. But to be at Shamar's and have him come on, yeah, that, that was a good one. All right, um, I got to get some of my big ones here before I forget. Yep. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sandbag one more, hoping you don't have it. Uh, so I'll save that one. But Jamie Graham, uh, I thought that was, and everyone knows I love Jamie. Um, so maybe I'm a little biased. He's one of my OGs. But what he did during the season to overcome personal stuff, and again, this this is not you know this is this is not a dig on Kaylee. You know, I mean, it, it happens. People people get together. People have relationships. People break up, and it's painful, right? And it was painful yeah. for both of them. And they both had their struggles. It just, I think the spotlight was a little bit more on Jamie just because of the level that he plays at. Mm -hmm. And for him to be able to overcome heartbreak, basically, and, um, you know, anxiety and depression, all that comes with that we've all felt before, uh, it, it affected him, right? But sure. he was able to persevere, overcome that, and made what an incredible run. And not only, yeah. not only to win the world championship and become the first two-time winner on the single side, but the gauntlet he had to go through. I mean, he had to go through oh, Marvel's yeah. row yeah, just, just, just to get there and win it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really, I think we'd be remiss if, if, if at least I didn't say that was one of my 
definite top 12 days of 2023, just watching that run throughout the day. And then of course, seeing him cap it off with the championship. That was, that was amazing. You ready for my next one? My next one, this one's a little bit more out there. I think, I don't think you'll have this one. We're down to our final four, by the way. Are we really? All right. All right. Well, this is one of mine that I felt was big a, because the person was local. So the crowd was big and it, it seemed big in the arena when it happened because so many people were there to see this person because this person was a local pro. But also this pro had come up from the PDC, and I think it kind of proves that it can happen, right? That it's not impossible to kind of come from not necessarily being in the pro division to all of a sudden winning on national television. It was Gina Ramirez hitting that airmail to win that shootout on the women's side in in Arizona. I thought that was a really big moment because – especially on the women's side, and this is not a knock on the ladies, so please don't get angry with me, but it is a, a lot of the same names over and over and over again. Obviously, a giant, right? And then after that, who's, who's it going to be? And you can kind of go through your list, and it's going to be those same people over and over again. Well, here comes Gina Ramirez. Out of nowhere and in home turf in Arizona, hitting a massive airmail on national TV to win. I thought it was big for the women's side. Yeah, and just a big moment. I mean, just just such a big moment and fun. And the fact that it was on TV was great. That's unfortunately yeah. the one event that I missed. But um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah was- that, that's that's a good one. It's a good one. I actually I actually thought about including that in mind too. I mean, that was that was a big moment. Yeah. All right. Um, down to our final three. Uh, go. I, I, I got to bring it out now, even though you might have it. I hope I'm not stealing it from you. Pennsylvania Ringers. Um, you know, we we th- this. I get it. This was not the first year technically of teams, but first year under the new format with all the regions. And to, to have a world championship and to, to have a world champion team, I thought was such a cool moment. And, it, and as a broadcaster, I'll be honest with you, I mean, it was it was a fun thing for me to call. I mean, I, I love calling all of it, but to call the first world championship for the, for the team's competition the way that it is now, that that meant something to me. I love being there in that moment. I loved calling it. I love the emotion and reaction of the players. I mean, again, for me, congratulations to the ringers. And um, I, I really, one of my top 12 moments of, of 23 for sure. That's awesome. I did not have that. However, ah, good. I did have their captain in my last one. So number two, so my last one, Devin Harbaugh, Corpus Christi. We know what happened when he got to the semis and then the finals. He had to change bags, kind of lost a little bit of his fire. But to me, now people can argue this if they want, but from what I saw in person, that was the best cornhole's ever been played as when he was playing to get to the semifinals. You can point to the match he had with Matt Guy where he won 21 nothing. Matt threw like a 10-4 or That's something right. like I that. that. I yep. mean, something ridiculous. I mean, you know, and people say, oh, well, I've thrown that and lost. No, didn't score a point. Yeah. And he was, I mean, that was about as well as cornhole could be played. And so as, as far as I've seen, I'm sure someone can say, well, I saw someone's fine. But with my eyes, that's the best I've ever seen the game played, and I, I just it from uh, that's why so many people like me are just waiting for Devin to have this explosion because I, I saw with my own eyes what that talent was, and yeah. it was otherworldly. Seriously, watching him play through three or four of those games, it was like man, you can't, you literally can't beat that. There's no yeah. way you can beat that, and it was actually really hard to score on that. But uh, yeah, so that to me was kind of the apex of the sport for me, the zenith. So that was that was my number one. 
I, I that that's a really good one, and I'm glad you brought that up because I honestly had forgotten about that. There were probably two moments where I remember somebody just being unconscious. That one, which I'd forgotten about, and remember Tony at the World Championship until Jamie yep. made that run. I mean, Tony during the day, I mean, he was he was the best player in, in the universe. I mean, no one it really looked like no one was going to beat him. Um, and that run that he was on was pretty incredible. But I, yeah, I'd forgotten about that with Devin. That's a good one. That was. That I was mean, Caleb Batson made what impressive. seventy some odd bags in a row at one point. In, <laughs> that's in right, one that was, yeah, that's good. But I mean, no. what I mean, Devin was collecting bags that looked like they were hanging off the side, and then somehow again, like it was yeah. crazy the level that he played. So that's my one. All right, we got to keep moving. So twelve yep. all the way down to one, and you know what? We can probably. I'm sure we can make both this. I know you just gave your number one, but <laughs> but. but um, this has got to be on your list also. Uh, number one for me, and again, hate to repeat myself because I, I gave this on around the ACL, but in case you didn't hear it, Dayton Weber at uh, Summerfest in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And and again, yes. uh, as far as as far as far uh, sports broadcasting moments go, uh, and I mentioned this on social media, I, I'm not sure I will see a more powerful or call an, uh, you know, a more powerful sports moment mm-hmm. in my career. Uh, you know, I've I, I broadcast great Thank games. You. Um, I'll be a fan at great games, but as far as being somewhere and seeing something, I mean, seeing a quad amputee throw a cornhole bag, compete on national TV with a chance to win, you know, one of our, one of our, you know, uh, automatic qualifiers, one of our, our you know, biggest prize prizes you can win. Um, I thought was incredible. You know, the, the slogan in the American cornhole league has always been anyone can play, anyone can win. And that's a perfect example of it. And, uh, so for me, that was that was number one moment of of 2023. That was awesome. That was that was an amazing. That was a very moving day, actually. It was. Life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And 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 it was also a great venue. Yes, you know, outside. It, one of those things. One of those yeah. things I've been just you know saying forever on this show is we got to take the game to the people, and that was one of those days where we took it to the people. And anytime that happens, everyone wins. TV wins, the the the, the viewers win because it's exciting to watch. But even more importantly, the players win, the celebrities win, and the people who were there watching, everyone who was there that day yeah. won. You know, it was just it was just a great and, and everyone everyone loves it. And I've said this a million times, I know, but when when people go and they watch a cornhole event like that, no one walks away saying, "Well, that was dumb." No right. one says that. <laughs> right. No one said. Everyone everyone says, "Man, we got to do that again sometime." That was awesome. You know, everyone says that. So I got to. Got to keep taking it to the people. All right. And we got to keep moving on here. Our final, again, final episode of 2023 here on borderline. All right. So let's get to the, now these, these, these could be kind of interesting here. <laughs> so, so let's, 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 uh, now this, this is meant to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit of a challenge, but, but with the holiday spirit, here we go. Here are a few questions that, uh, that we're going to answer. There it is. Yeah, uh, yes, hey, we knew it happened. Yeah. Let's go, phone. <laughs> you need to get that, by the way. Is, is mom home? Is mom yeah, get that? yeah, they're all upstairs. Yeah, get get the phone. Get, get the phone, mom. Meatloaf. <laughs> all right. Yeah, meatloaf. <laughs> Love that. All right. Holiday question number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you could spend Christmas dinner or have Christmas dinner with any ACL pro. Who would it be with? Christmas dinner with an ACL pro. Who do you choose? You want me to go first or you want to go first? I'll go first. All right. Because mom and I'm choosing three of them. I'm going to the Cobb house in, in Mississippi. Uh-huh. I'm having mom a Cobb cook all day. We're going to have a good time. I'm, I'm hanging out with the Cobbs all day long. That's my, that's, that's my answer. There you go. 
Oh, I thought you said you had three of them. Well, they're three brothers. Oh, three brothers. Okay, all three yeah. in one. I like that. I love that. I'm going to cheat a little bit. I got I got honorable mentions as always. Uh, uh-huh. I, I mean, because because I really really I, I kind of want to be with someone who has family, right? Who has kids. I love that. My kids are older now, but to see that whole Santa Claus experience, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. it's fun. I, I just love doing that. So I thought about Rosie and Davis Streaker, right? They got the kids running all over the place. I thought I thought it'd be great to be with the Streakers on Christmas uh, for Christmas dinner. Uh, mm-hmm. The Zazuetas. I know I know the brothers are older, but still, I mean, what a great family to hang out with, right? Sure. I mean, Peter and and Moses and and their sure. dad. I just loved hanging out with their dad. So uh, the Zazuetas came to to mind. Uh, the Gores. I mean, they, they gotta have a great Christmas, right? Yeah. And you know they're gonna be playing cornhole all day. I would have a blast going to the Gores uh, for Christmas. <laughs> uh, the guys, the guys. I mean, Matt and Brett guy. Their family's got to be the same. Deb Odom. Uh, Deb Odom came to mind. Uh, you know, you know, Deb and her family and the Texas guys are all getting together for Christmas. But you can only pick one. I wanted, I wanted a pro who who I love talking to, who's been around for a while, who I can play cornhole with, pick up some lessons. They're not gonna judge me. We might do a little bit of drinking on on Christmas uh, Christmas sure. dinner, which I like. Um, Adam Hisner and his family, all the kids. <laughs> I, I know people are out there are probably like, what? How did you? I love Adam. I really, I do. I love Adam. I love sure. talking to him. We've had great conversations about, about life and about the sport. Uh, his wife is awesome. He's got kids all over the place. He's a guy I know I could drink with. He's going to teach me a little bit. Uh, he's not going to care if I miss six bags off the board in a row. He'll probably just <laughs> give me another beer. Um, so Adam, Adam Hisner is mine. There all right, next one. Uh, all right, so here we go. So if, if you could ring in the new year with an ACL Pro, who would it be? I'm cheating on this choose? one. I'm cheating on this one, actually. I'm going Brat Pack Cornhole. I'm going with that whole crew. <laughs> okay. You know you know they're throwing down on New Year's, so I'm, I'm going Brat Pack Cornhole for New Year's. That's what I'm doing. Whole, the whole crew. That, that That's my answer because something tells me a good time would be had. That's all. Yes, for sure. For sure. And my honor, <laughs> my honorable mention, number one, is Noah. But but I got a feeling that Noah might be just a little bit busy for New Year's. A little, little busy right now. A little busy yeah, right now. A little bit. Congra- by uh, the way, congratulations, Noah and, and congratulations, Cameron. Congratulations, yeah, to Noah and Cameron. Little Bernie uh, looks great. <laughs> little Bernie, <laughs> little Devin, little Devin, <laughs> Devin Wooten. Uh, Jamie, everyone knows I got a man crush on Jamie, but you know what? Jamie's getting old like me, even though he's a lot younger than I am. I'm, I'm not sure. Jamie, J- Jamie, Jamie probably stays up until midnight, and then and then you know has a little bit of champagne and then goes to bed. So, so I'm not sure if I want to hang out with Jamie. Uh, the Cobbs, the Cobbs, the Cobbs got to be fun, right? On New Year's yeah. Eve, you mentioned them for Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. The, fun. Uh, the Voyeurs going out west. Uh, you know, Nate and Heather. I mean, Heather's awesome. Sure. Nate's okay, but I really like Heather. Nate's going to throw uh, down. And, and, yeah. and, and you know, they got a great New Year's Eve. But, and you know what? You may agree with me on this one. If, if I could only pick one, and this it's actually two, but that's because they're always together. Mm-hmm. Kimberly Glass and Daniela Luna. There you, you go. You know they're gonna find someplace. Every time we're on the road, they always find like awesome. Well, well they're gonna be some to go ca- to. They'll be a concert. karaoke bar for sure. Yeah, I mean they always find the cool stuff to do when we're on the road, and sure. and you know, and then I'll see the pictures where they're at, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, I wish I was there. They always know where to go. So I mean, if there's one, you know, one person slash people to hang out with New Year's Eve, I think those would be two people to to uh, to do with. Mm-hmm. All right, now here we go with this one. A pro least likely to ring you up and want to ring in the new year with you. Who who is the least likely ACL pro that you're going to spend New Year's Eve with? 
as the ball. I, I, I don't know if I'm touching this one. I, I, I don't think I'm touching. You want me to go I, first? I, 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 no, I'm going to let you go alone on this one. I, I am not. I'm not getting on the bad side out there because it, it'll be funny. all over social. It, well, okay, They're, they won't. They won't get mad at you. Well, all right. Well, yeah, I hope. It, I hope no. But I think this one's funny. You know who mine is? Who? Fisher Hamilton. There is well, no way on on this this planet or in this universe that Fisher Hamilton is ever going to show up on my phone and say, "Hey, dude, you want to come over for New Year's Eve?" This is not happening. So wow. Fisher Hamilton is I mean, they, the least likely person them. that I'm going to spend New Year's but, Eve with. But wouldn't that be all of them? Like, like who, who, all right, so who do you think you would actually get? You know what? Like Trey Birchfield doesn't really say much, but I, but I think Trey, I think Trey, there is a long shot, but I could see Trey calling me and saying, Hey dude, we're hanging out over at, you know, whoever's house. If you want to come over, you know, I I, I feel like there's at least a possibility for, for, but, but Fisher Hamilton, he ain't never calling me brother. He's never called. He will never ring this phone. I'm pretty sure no one's ringing this phone either. And you know, maybe Noah. I actually do get some texts every now and then if we're in whatever city, like, hey, what are you doing tonight? We're doing this. That's about it. That's about I think, all I, I think. No, no, I absolutely think Noah would call you. Yeah, that that's about it. I don't I don't think anyone else is calling me up to say, hey, what's going on? What are you doing tonight? As far as, well, that's not true. There's a couple others. There's a couple others that, that uh, always. You don't, you don't have to do it. You don't, you don't have to. Do it. I don't want to. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I can't say. I mean, because it's, it's all of them outside of about five or six. Yeah. I'm not getting I'm not getting calls or text messages. All right, well, from, and, from anybody. And, and Fisher knows Fisher knows I love his game. I mean, I've got him in my power <laughs> rankings all the time. I've been talking about Fisher Hamilton forever, right? And I've yeah. used him as an example, a positive example. You hate of, Fisher uh, Hamilton. I heard you say it right here on Borderline. <laughs> I, I heard it. I love Fisher. I, I do. <laughs> I, I really do. Love watching that dude play. Uh, like a lot of things about him. All right, uh, moving on, and then we got to get to on, off, and in. Uh, all right. Final one here for uh, for for uh, burning questions here. Pardon the pun. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your one. cornhole New Year's resolution? Cornhole New Year's not not personal, yeah, not like what is yeah. your New Year's resolution? My, mine was a no brainer. Go ahead. I've go got first. to find my, my my cornhole New Year's resolution. I've got the bags. I know the bags I like. I've got my throw. I've got my grip. Now I just need to practice. I've got to find some place to practice. No more excuses. I mean, the weather sucks here in the summertime. I live in a rainforest basically for two sure. months out of the year. No excuse. Uh, I saw Cheyenne one time throwing in a storage unit. So maybe I, you know, and we've got we've got a, we've got a storage locker now because we just moved. So whether I throw at the storage, I got to find some place to throw and actually practice throwing bags. So that's my cornhole New Year's resolution. My cornhole. New Year's resolution is to get better at knowing the games of 150 to 250 on the pro division. Okay. I'm pretty good. I mean, I'm better than people think about knowing certain players and their tendencies and what their games like. I act like an idiot a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it, especially the no, no, top, top half of the pro division. But I'm not, and admittedly not as good with the bottom half. And I need to get better at that. And that's actually something that I've actually tried to look up information because there are, because now there's turnover. I think at the beginning, you know, when we first started doing this in 2018, 2019, there wasn't a lot of turnover like there is now. And so you're getting a lot of that turnover. So it is new people and, you know, we can't be everywhere all at once. Right. So it's, it is hard to get to know everyone's game, but that is, 
I've, I've, I've talked with Trey about it. Like, how do we get more information? How do we get yeah. more stat? You know, and it's tough, but that, that's always, that's, that's something that I, I do truly want to get better with. Yep. And, I, and I've said it before. I mean, you can't, you, we, we can't beat ourselves up over that because we just don't have sports information departments and directors. You know, when I, when I do a football game, you know, there's 22 guys on the field, right? And then yeah. the ball goes over to the other side. There's 22 more guys. I can't possibly yeah. know 44 players plus, you know, the 10 or 12 Advantage. subs yeah. unless, yeah. unless, unless someone tells me, you know, <laughs> right, unless, right. unless someone tells me who's coming in to play the game. So someone needs to feed you that information. Yeah. We do our best to try and learn as many as we can. So you can't totally beat yourself up over that. But I am with you. It'd be nice to have a little bit deeper knowledge of, of, uh, of, of always you know, looking to get better, Jeff. Always yeah. looking to get better. It's good. It's a good one. I like that one. All right. We've only got five minutes left here wow. for on, off, and in. Our final mm -hmm. on, off, and in of 2023. So, again, on the board, off the board, and in the hole, things that we think that uh, if it's on the board, something that we're trending with, off the board is something that we totally missed, and something in the hole is something that we were that we were dead on right about. All right. So, we got to be quick with this. On, off, and in. Go ahead. All right. On the board, for me, New Year's really does feel like the beginning of the cornhole season. And I know we've been through, what, five Opens already, and we've had all kinds of stuff going on. But there's something about the New Year's event and the turning of the calendar really does feel like a new season to me. And I, 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 I feel like some people agree with that, and then others are in complete disagreement because, hey, man, we've played in every Open, blah, blah, blah. Right? But I, to me, New Year's, the changing of the calendar always feels like the new season to me. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Good one. Um, you want to rotate or you want to just keep going? I'll, I'll keep going. My off the board, college basketball, just not that important. Growing up in North Carolina, it always seemed like such a big deal, right? North Carolina Duke rivalry before that. It's just you know, the ACC rivalries as a whole, growing up with that, thinking, oh, that's no one cares. <laughs> Outside of a couple of pockets in this country, literally no one cares about college basketball. No, We didn't in the Midwest. Right? I mean, we no one, no one cares. There's a couple no. pockets here and there, but no one cares. So that's well, my yeah, local, local slash regional only. Yeah, that's my off the board. And then in the hole, I'm going way out on this one. Christopher Nolan. I was in on that guy in the first movie I saw, Memento. He's an unbelievable writer, uh, director. And then when you go through all the movies that he's done, I just watched Oppenheimer. It's amazing. You know, just going through all the movies yeah. that he's done. Christopher Nolan is an abject genius. Yeah, and Memento I always, was great. Yeah, he, that was one of his first. And then, you know, I, the, I didn't the realize that. Night, I didn't know that was, and then Interstellar. I mean, you could go through a whole list of Christopher Nolan movies, and they're yeah. all really, really good. Oh, Memento was good. That was really yeah. good. All right, uh, just a couple minutes left here real quick. So my on, um, you know, you and I have talked about this before, and I, I think we're right about this with the bowl games. I mean, the bowl games just don't matter. How many people out there, raise your hand, realize that there have already been nine bowl games right. this year? Right. Raise your hand if you know that. <laughs> and if you're raising your hand right now, you're a liar. No one yeah. knows that there's already been nine bowl games. There's a great Twitter handle, by the way. Uh, empty seats galore. There's nobody there. Uh, no I mean, the UCLA, UCLA Boise State had a, had a good one. There's a couple other bowl games yeah. that had decent attendance. There's nobody. I, I didn't even, full disclosure, I didn't even know that Myrtle Beach had their bowl already a couple nights ago. Apparently and there's there a new one. They play at UNCC at Charlotte. There's nobody there. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, they have they have destroyed the bowl games. There's 43 of them. It's too many. I looked it up back in the 80s. There were 20. I mean, yeah, I thought there were a lot it, back then. Or, no, sorry, that, 15 yeah. back in the 80s. And then, yeah, then I got up that, to 20 yeah. by, by the it's, uh And look, what they should do now they're going to 12 games is just let the uh, the group of five and the other conferences have the bowls. Yeah. Right? If you, if you don't make it, you don't make it. 
Yeah, it's it's brutal. No one's there. No one's watching. The kids I mean, aren't playing. The kids aren't playing anymore, right? right? I mean, so you're basically watching a JV version of what you watched all year. It's not even the same team that you had all year. It's not the same. Like I just, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, I got to keep moving here. My off yep. the board, I was just talking about Will Levis, how much I love Will Levis. I like my quarterbacks to be big, strong. What happens? Will Levis gets hurt. Uh, Bryce Young, Bryce Young, who looks like Prince in a football uniform, right? That's what Kathy <laughs> always says. And she's right. I I, I, I really thought he was going to get really hurt because he's so tiny. He's nice only missed get. one game all year. Yeah. I mean, he's, 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 I mean, yeah. he, he hasn't been good, but at least he's been there pretty much. <laughs> Uh, 16 starters across the NFL, 16 starters are out. There've been 54 different quarterbacks, 38 different starters. I mean, God, that's mm -hmm. awful off the board. Uh, NFL quarterbacks got to Got to stay healthy. Uh, yeah. last one, my in the hole, and we can talk about this one maybe more uh, some of the time because it's important. You and I have talked about it, especially lately. The ACL needs a superstar. And again, you and I, you, you and I both have said this. It really doesn't, as long as it happens organically, um, mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether whether it's whether it's female, whether it's male, it just doesn't matter. And a perfect example of that, Caitlin Clark, who plays for Iowa. She is transcendent in this sport. She is not only selling out all the Iowa games. My, my mm -hmm. brother's going to the game uh, tonight or tomorrow night. It's going to be 16,000 plus at Carver Hawkeye Arena. But she's not just selling out that arena. They sold out Wisconsin. They're selling to Nebraska, Penn State. Everywhere they go, they're selling out these games. She's transcendent. I mean, she, she's making $3 million in NIL money. If you haven't seen her play, she's an incredible person, um, a great player. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you know, if, if it's male or female. Yeah, um, I'm with you on this, and and I and and I've had so many. She's I've great. Had, she's terrific. I've had, yeah, I've had so many arguments with people on this. Well, so and so is great, and so and so has got a great. Per I was like, if they were transcendent, they would already be. Yeah, I give Jake Gore a pass because he's 14. Maybe by the time he's 18, he grows into this persona i just don't think so it's kind of one of those things tiger woods was transcendent before he even set foot on the pga tour yep yeah it's just it's we we do we absolutely have and it, yeah and, 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 and it, it usually it's, is it's gonna, organic it's gonna come, it's, it's yeah. gonna come but it's gonna come it's gonna come it, it, you know at, when we probably least expect it and yep. caitlin is a perfect example terrific yep. person top of her sport engaging person person and it just happened organically she's just awesome so, hey, dude, we got to go. We're already a little bit over. So, um, great, great to hear that Julie's mom is doing good. Um, yep. Tell your mom, Merry Christmas. Have a uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'll see you in Myrtle Beach next, see you next week. week. Crazy. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. Thanks so much for watching and happy year. See you.